So show the boss, man, what's up? Yo, big kid style. No question, big kids in full effect, man. Yo, I'ma kick the Willie Bow Check it, yo. No question. Ayo, what's the 411, hon? What's the 411, hon? I got it going on, Ayo, I got it going on, hon. Welcome to the Pickleball 411. I am Coach Big along with... Coach Debbie. And today we're going to talk about a big phenomenon, which is elbow problems. Why do you have them? So, Coach Debbie, go ahead. Well, first I'm going to say we're giving you suggestions to hopefully prevent you having this issue. Um, We'll give some suggestions if you do. We're not doctors, obviously, and we're not giving medical advice. We're just saying these are things that you can do if you have pain and all that go see a physician and see if they can treat it so that said thank you that said um what is pickleball elbow in a lot of times what you're going to find it's going to go fall under tennis elbow but i refuse to call it that because we're not going to let pickleballers blame tennis (laughs) okay or it can be golfer's elbow there's two different uh uh, locations on the elbow it's it's above the forearm it's really not the elbow per se but the top part of your arm that's considered tennis or pickleball elbow underneath your arm is golfer's elbow and I've been very fortunate to have played a very long time of, of tennis and I won't tell you how long because I, it makes me feel bad but anyhow um I've never experienced extreme pain. Now, I've had soreness where, oh, yeah, I played a lot of tennis or I was up against a lot of big hitting or that kind of thing. And you can get a little sore. But it wasn't like I couldn't hold my coffee cup. People who have pickleball elbow, can't you can't lift things like picking up a coffee pot, brushing your teeth. Those things are extremely painful. So we're kind of give you a diagnosis of what it's what it is if you have it you know what it is but uh first off i'm going to go with warm-up you're going to have to warm up your muscles that's true with every part of your body and it's more true as the more years you have on your body so a couple of things i would suggest is just rubbing your arm with your other hand you know with a lot of friction and just kind of warm that up on both sides and get that warm especially in colder weather the other thing is maybe wearing an arm sleeve go lebron jamesy you know put on an an arm sleeve because it gives a little compression and it keeps the muscle warm that's that's important so um, that would be my couple of my preventatives. The other thing is, is if you have a squeeze ball, like a tension ball, you can do do like you know a few minutes of that. Try to get that warmed up. Um, so that's my warm ups. I'll pass it on over to you. So uh, some of the things that could be as well is the paddle. Uh, it could be a little too heavy. Uh, I know the big phenomenon as well is to put lead tape on the paddle. And sometimes uh, that is pretty bad for the elbow. It can, uh, it's too heavy, and it could give you what is called dead arm. Yeah, um, you know, um, all pickleball paddles are not created equal. It's true. I mean, yes, a lot of them seem alike, but they're not. And one of the other things is, like you said, weight, because it can go anywhere from I think what is it, 
five-ish ounces all the way up to nine, which it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you're doing a lot of reps and if you're playing pickleball five days a week or even three days a week, that's a lot of reps. And whether it weighs, you know, a pound or half a pound or a quarter of a pound, that's a lot of reps and it, and it, and it wears on you. The other thing is um, vibration. Now, I know in tennis, you know, you have rackets that are a lot uh, like if you were to hit off an off hit, not in the center in the sweet spot, you get more vibration than the sweet spot. Some rackets are built to absorb those off hits, so you're not getting as much vibration. Pickleball paddles, the old school ones were wood. Well, how much vibration does that absorb? None. So if you are looking for something that's going to help either prevent it or make sure that you don't develop it fully, I would start looking at a paddle that is a little softer in the hit. And you can demo paddles very, very easily. So that's another thing. It would be um, vibration up that arm into that into that um, elbow. And since you talked about vibration, gripping the paddle too tight, that's a bad thing. You want to soften your hands. <clears throat> you won't feel as much vibration when you do so. Yeah, um, talking about gripping your paddle. Another thing is, is your grip is too small. A lot of people buy their pickleball paddles and don't realize you can get them in varying sizes. In tennis, we get pickleball paddles in a quarter, half, three quarters, five eighths. You know, it comes in different ways. A quick assessment if your paddle is too small for you is go ahead and hold that continental grip. Put your other finger, your index finger between the thumb and your other fingers. And if it fits, that's a good. That that's good. That's about right. If you can't squeeze that index finger in between your hand, your thumb, and your other fingers, it's way too small. My personal opinion is it's better to go a little too big than small. Now, just right, Goldilocks is is obviously what you're looking for. Remember, if you get if your grip is too small, there is overgrips. You can go purchase multiple, they come in packs, and you put on an overgrip. See if that corrects that. If so, like you love your paddle, but you're too small, throw on an overgrip. See if that makes that paddle grip a little bit bigger to where you can get that index finger in there. So that's the equipment part. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about technique. Now that's pretty big as well. So we have people that when they're at the non-volley zone, they tend to punch the ball with their elbow instead of using their arm to lift the ball. Now that could also cause uh, elbow problems as well. So what you want to do is again, lift the ball with your shoulder and then you'd want to get a little snap on your wrist and not use your elbow so much and punch it. So that could ruin the elbow as well. Yeah, technique, a couple of things on that technique. Anytime you use a totally straight arm, you are venturing into injury land. It, your arm, I always think, even like with when I teach tennis, um, I like to see shots that have a slight elbow bend. You never want to be fully extended in your arm because it puts way too much pressure on those joints. And uh, bend your arm a little bit will we'll relieve some of that. Um, another thing is is that with um, the shots in the kitchen, the, uh, in no volley zone, 
people tend, like you said, to use the elbow or the wrist. They're not using the full arm. Your, your movement should come from your shoulder. That will help. The other thing is it's just flat out bad technique. And if you are compensating for something, like you don't like to hit backhands, so you're using your forehand on your backhand side, anytime you feel, try to feel, do I feel pressure or strain anywhere on my arm when I do this? If it's yes, most likely you have to, you have pickleball elbow in your future or you're experiencing some of it. So Yes, the other uh, issue is uh, grips. Now grips do cause injury. If you're using a Western grip to dink, you're going to uh, injure your elbow for sure because of the way your elbow is in position wise. So you want to try to use a continental grip to dink. If you don't know what the continental grip is, check out our first pilot episode. We talk about grips. Uh, so that's the problem. Also, when dinking, people tend to hyperextend their elbow to dink because they're not moving their feet. So they're just reaching for the ball. So that's a big problem as well. Another thing which is surprising is uh, people try to choke up with the paddle. So their reach is uh, not as long anymore and they don't move their feet. And to compensate for doing that, they are, excuse me, uh, they hyperextend to get more reach. So that is a problem as well. So if you don't want elbow problems, you definitely need to fix that. Um, I'm going to go a little bit deeper with the grip. Um, We, as you said in our first episode, we talked about the grip, grips, and uh, we really tried to sell to to you Continental Grip. We did it because not only is it the best way to improve, it's also the best way to stay injury-free. When you refuse to use a Continental and you're like, oh no, I'm good with this and I can flip over and do that. And oh, I don't really want to, I don't really want to try it or it felt funny. You're making a deal with the devil and the reward will be, they're going to give you as your reward, you'll go to uh, Walgreens or CVS and purchase da 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 an arm strap for that poor elbow of yours. Don't do it. Just correct your game now avoid it because the thing people will tell you with tennis elbow pickleball elbow golfer's elbow it takes a huge amount of time to recover from it and it usually means putting down your paddle your racket your golf club for a long period of time we're looking at four to six months without play so you might want to start thinking about making those grip changes right and then the last uh, thing is also uh, squat a little more when you're in transition instead of staying standing upright uh, that's pretty much common sense but people don't see it so when you're standing upright you're also hyper extending your elbow to dig the drops or the balls coming onto your feet so you want to get in a ready position a little squat down and that could definitely uh, help with the hyper extension of your uh, arm yes and another thing is play relaxed Try to see when you're in open games or practice or even match play, how relaxed am I? You might be shocked to figure out, I'm really tense in my shoulders, I'm really tense in my grip, I'm really tense in my arm. And if you start to you know, make yourself accountable, oh, how relaxed am I? It'll start to help you back away from that. And you know, we're talking about the elbow right now, but it also can be hips, knees, ankles, back. 
um, sh- uh, your neck from playing tense. So try to relax as much as possible. The ball really doesn't come that fast, and you really don't have to be, you know, geared for it. Relax. You'll be surprised. The more relaxed you are, the better shots you'll hit. And also you'll feel, when you come off the court after a day of playing, you'll feel feel a lot better than you, you do with that tense, you know, uh, body. This, this isn't a sexy topic, but it helps to prevent you from injury. And instead of taking a couple days off uh, and keep playing and, <clears throat> excuse me, instead of just taking a, a one or two days off, uh, if you have an elbow problem, you can have three months off and then you love playing pickleball, but you can't because your elbow's too sore. Yeah. So, one other suggestion is after you do play, ice your arm. Um, if you think you're starting to, can I feel something? Start so icing your arm and uh, wear a sleeve, you know, compression sleeve, you know, ice, rest, compression, and that kind of thing. And you, hopefully you can avoid it. And then maybe use some of our tips that that maybe will get you through it to where you're not in that I have to take three months off or six months. You can actually continue to play. Another suggestion I would make overall for everyone who's over the age of 40, play every other day. Don't play every day. Even though you think that you're doing all right, you know, you're able to play, I'm feeling great. The small, you're not, your recovery period as you age becomes longer than 24 hours. And if you're not giving your body the full time to recover, like 48 hours, some of us are now in the every third day, but you have to give your your body the time to recover. The reason I say this is that you will find that you may have injuries that you didn't see coming, uh, hairline fractures, uh, tears, pulls of your muscles and your legs and feet and all different types of things. So even though it's really cool to play every day, think about it, alternate, maybe, you know, do a different type of, you know, do swimming or do something else other than pickleball every single day. That's my suggestion to stay healthy. Okay, so I hope you guys enjoyed the content and thanks for listening to the Pickleball 411. I am Coach Fig along with Coach Debbie and have a great week. Thank you and see you guys next week.